tell the guys what kind of strategies they can employ to manage, respond, and kind of generate some of this content to help their Google My Business rank better, flow better, and at the end of the day, bring in more leads. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the channel. Today's video, we're going to be talking about Google SEO, Google My Business, Google Business Profile for contractors. Uh, I know a lot of you guys are delving into this world if you're brand new or if you're you know, been in the business for a little while, you're trying to figure out how to optimize your Google My Business in conjunction with your website and get those two powerhouses, you know, crank into where you can drive a ton of leads to your pressure washing business, landscape business, whatever it is. I got my boy, Chris Lonergan on the line today. What's up, Chris? How you doing? Doing good. How about you, Aaron? Excellent, man. As you can hear, I got my aunt's rooster in the background as well. <laughs> I am not in Thailand. That's I'm next week. I'm in South Alabama. But um, but absolutely, Chris. So you're the expert over at Footridge Media. You guys have been running my website for over six years now. I know y'all do Cody at Southeast Softwash. Y'all do Mike Terman. A bunch of different guys in the inner circle have their contractor websites with you. And uh, y'all been open since, what, 2004. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Amazing, dude. And y'all specifically focus on contractor websites. That's right. Contractors, home service providers, that's the, the bread and butter of who we work with day in, day out from day one, really. What is different about a contractor website, you know, like a specific built Footbridge Media website versus like a just a generic WordPress website or, you know, a, a, any Wix website that a guy can go build? What is the real difference? Why would they pick that over the other? So those other websites can be great if you are super, super early stage and you really don't have any uh, any business plan yet. That's a great way to get some general exposure. But the thing that makes things those things so great for users, what makes WordPress and, uh, and all those types of builders like Wix great, is that they are exceedingly complex on the inside. They have to be able to make a website for a contractor or for a bakery or for a steamboat manufacturer, whoever's going to pick them up. So it's got to be really modular. Uh, and in the back end, that means there's a lot of tech going on. Uh, there's going to be inefficiencies just by its very nature. And what we do is we create contractor websites specifically. So we are from the get-go, from the first line of code, we're working on a site that's as lean as it can be, so it loads as quickly as possible. And it's targeted specifically on how to market, how to optimize for, how to rank, how to get clicks and leads for a local service area business. Uh, and that's really the difference. It's incredibly tailored to our processes exactly for contractors. That's all we work with compared to creating a, a generic website that has the ability to be reached anywhere. It's kind of like the wide shotgun versus the really narrow, you know, sniper focus of what we need to get done to make you rank, to make you get those calls. I think that's a big thing that guys, I know, I know I didn't know that, right? I didn't know the difference in, in the power or really the localized focus of a, a web builder versus, you know, a national focus for SEO ranking or, you know, local lead generation is really all a contractor should care about. Um, they don't need to focus nationally or trying to rank in, uh, you know, uh, pressure wash, which they probably wouldn't. There's probably a guy there already, you know, <laughs> and relevance isn't there for their location. Google kind of knows Google does know everything. In fact, yeah, um, they know we're talking right now. They know we're talking right now. <laughs> but um, like I said, guys, look, if you're looking to 
get a website done, uh, your contractor website, you want the process to be smooth, easy, and effective. Go ahead and give the guys over at Footbridge Media a call. Aaron O'Hanlon's the owner. He'll answer your questions. Great guy. No bullshit. Straight shooter. I love him. Uh, we've worked together for years. And uh, Cody loves them, man. Like, dude, we forex the revenue on that site. Um, you know, it's been a, an ex an excellent uh, relationship uh, to get to get going with you. So, look, if you want to save six hundred dollars a year, I'll put the banner down below. Mention the Lean and Mean deal. Uh, normally, it's two forty nine a month to get a Footbridge site. With the Lean and Mean deal, it's one ninety nine a month. I I spoke with them. I said, Hey guys, listen, I need you to give my boys the same deal that I got way back. In uh, 2017, 2018, man, that old price, you know, let's get these guys that old price. Give them a call uh, and, and check out the uh, link below. I'll put it in the description as well. But Chris, let's talk a little bit. I want to give these guys some value here because I think uh, with Google My Business, they've done a lot of weird stuff in the past couple of years and they just continue to kind of figure out their way at the expense of the contractor. I'll say that, <laughs> you know, like Google kind of trips through its own forest at the expense of us. And uh, I think they're trying to make it more, um, how do I say this, uh, authoritative. They're trying to kind of put the lockdown clause, not quite to, to a, a Yelp situation. You know, Yelp was just complete a-holes when it came to Amazon. <laughs> yeah, anybody could leave a bad review on Yelp and you couldn't do anything about it, but uh, good reviews seem to never show up. Yeah, buried. You know, so let's talk a little bit about this. You know, what influence user-generated content like reviews, ratings, photos, you know, what influence does this have on the visibility of a Google My Business listing and Tell the guys what kind of strategies they can employ to manage, respond, and kind of generate some of this content to help their Google My Business rank better, flow better, and at the end of the day, bring in more leads. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, the biggest driving force for how to make uh, Google My Business or Google Business Profiles work has always boiled down to three specific things, relevance, distance, and prominence. That's straight out of the, the Google playbook there. That's out of their documentation. Relevance distance and prominence. Obviously distance, you can't really do too much about. Um, the same reason why you're not gonna rank for pressure washing in Bulgaria is because you need to have your, your business profile set up where you actually wanna work, uh, out of the location that you wanna work out of. So that, that's when you really can't control that much. But the relevance and the prominence, you can do a lot on. And that's really where that user-generated content comes into is that prominence side of things. Uh, the more reviews that you get, obviously the more people are basically voicing their, tr their trust in you, they're, they're vouching for you at, at that point online. And that's a big factor in prominence. Uh, the more content that you get placed by users, including those reviews, positive reviews, and you interacting with those reviews as well, is really key in, up in, in pushing up that prominence. I've always said it's one of the top things you can do to build the prominence of your GPB is to get those reviews, work hard to get them, and then reply to them. Uh, that really is a kind of a, a twofold effect there for making your GPB prominent over others. So does that give Google like signals that you're alive? Absolutely. It shows that you're there and kicking. You're, you're there, you're, you're fighting the good fight. Uh, and it's a really easy metric for them to use. Uh, there's been a little bit of behind the scenes trickery recently with some people losing reviews and reviews not showing up sometimes in, in Google, not to the point it's been with Yelp, obviously, but uh, at the end of the day, getting all that stuff there, uh, getting all those reviews there, those numbers up. I mean, if you, if you look at, any search that you do now in that map pack, 
you're always going to see really high review counts in, in those top three. And if you click down and you, you do the thing nobody ever does and click to see number four and the rest of them there, uh, you'll see it's almost in descending order. Um, there are some times where your location may be a little bit more prominent, but for the most part, the person with the most reviews is going to be on top. And right. that's kind of the game you've really got to hammer at. And that's, again, you've got total control over how you can make that work. So what is the value? We know the value of reviews, obviously, and guys are on that continuous fight. Make sure you're responding to them in a, in a good way. You know, give them, give them one or two lines. You know what I mean? Like Google definitely takes into account the response as well. All right. So they're kind of watching the metric. You can't just say, thanks, 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 <laughs> thanks. Add a little flair to it, make it personal because, you know, the customer that does decide to go through those reviews, which is honestly few and far between, most people look at the number and they make the phone call. Uh, but there may be one or two who see that you're actually responding in an authentic and genuine way and they decide to call you because of those responses. So that can make you money at the end of the day. Um, so what about posting? Is is Google posting a thing now? Did it become a thing again? You know, the Google My Business posts where you could post in Google My Business, put a photo and like a little description. Is that still a thing? Is it worth doing anymore? It's been so hit or miss. It's been hot and cold. And when Google Posts first came out, it was it was an amazing, you know, an amazing improvement. Um, I think they've cut back on that, kind of like they do with most of the new features. It's incredibly important for a minute. Uh, and then all of a sudden they completely discontinued it. Right. <laughs> so I think it's one of those things where, you know, all of online marketing is basically one more thing to try to out outperform your competitor. So if you've got a competitor who is nipping at your heels or you're nipping at your competitor's heels and you both have the same review count, you know, that one extra thing that you do might be the thing that pushes it over. And from an optimization point, it might be that extra post. We've seen that get visibility in the past. Uh, like I said, its performance is, is kind of questionable right now. It, it, it fluctuates back and forth. But even down to a person looking at that, if a person clicks on the competitor's uh, page and your page trying to figure out who they're going to go for, and they see activity from one, they might go toward that other person. Especially when that activity you could post could be a promotion, could be recent work that you've done. You can link to an IPP as one of your posts. You know, there's a lot of ways to demonstrate your relevance to a user, even if it's not for Google, to a user that's clicking around. Uh, and that might be the one extra thing that gets them to go, you know what, I'll click on these guys and not, not the competitor. So you're saying link to like a project page on your website with the Google business profile post. Yeah, I'm a big fan of reusing content wherever you can and reutilizing content. So you've got a project post, make a TikTok about it, post a YouTube video about it, post it on your Facebook page, tweet it, ask Jeeves it, whatever you've got left going on. Cure. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah. It, with the most, the mileage, you maximize the mileage you get out of that content. Uh, so one project that you complete, that can go, you know, over seven, eight, nine different platforms. And that could be just the one extra thing that gets somebody to look at you, the one extra thing that gets you to click. It's a great way to, uh, for almost no cost, if you've got the extra time, it's a great way for at no cost to get a whole ton of exposure on a whole variety of platforms. So when it comes to Google and blogging, right, like Google has kind of a timestamp on the information and the, the wording. They copyright it in their own way. So duplicate content out there doesn't really get the eyes, right? If somebody tries to steal your blog, 
word for word and they post it on their website, it's not going to rank. Right. You'll because, get found eventually. Yeah. Right. Because you've posted it first. It's called duplicate content. And, you know, I guess if you do that on a whole site, Google might decide to penalize you. They probably just won't rank the content. You know, that's probably what they they're not going to tank your site. But in that work, in that name, it, it does the duplicate content rule apply with a Google business profile post from a project post that you've already paid. Cause I'm going to say I'm lazy when it comes to that <laughs> and I will copy and paste like from my website, like three or four sentences and put it in my Google business profile, that little description with the photo link back to the project page. Is, am I going to get penalized for that duplicate nope. content? Nope. Totally cool. Because at the end of the day, that content that you're taking is linking back to that original source. So they're going to see that, you know, there's, there's this idea of canonical linking, the idea that you're saying like, hey, I'm going to point back to the original here. So I'm saying this, but like, quote, here's the thing. And now here's the rest of it, kind of like a preview. So yeah, right. no, go for it. That's a great way to do it. So you guys can make that easy on yourself to where you're not having to kind of rewrite all of these Google business profile posts, you know, um, just kind of copy and paste from your own website, put a yep. link to that article. And that'll help give some relevance and connectivity to Google in that regard that, hey, this Google My Business profile is owned by this website. Now, I know some of you guys are going to say, well, my, I already put my website in. Google, they don't learn like that. They, they, they tend to need to get beaten with it over the head over time. Got to spoon feed that information for now, sure. Listen, they know where I'm sitting. They know what I'm so so. Not everything are they this way. With espionage, they're excellent. Okay, <laughs> when it comes to Google Business Profile, you got to spoon feed them, as Chris says, dude. That's excellent. So, what part? This is the next question. What part does Google My Business play in enhancing a business's local SEO? Like, what are some proven tactics these guys can use? to optimize the listing and improve local search engine rankings, I guess for the website as well, because personally I'd love to own the top with Google business profile, but I'd also love to own like the first spot with my website so I can hit them twice and get that real estate. It's definitely cyclical. Both definitely feed each other. You know, when you've got your website, you do need to think about your, your business profile at the same time behind the scenes. We work with what's called schema Basically, it's uh, a way in the data of the website for us to demonstrate, hey, this is your physical address. This is your company name. This is your Wait, phone number. Wait, how do you say that? Schema. Schema. All right, I could right. be saying it wrong for years. I don't know. No, I, been, I don't that. know. how. Hey, I just want to make sure I got it from the man because <laughs> I was calling it schema. Schema. But I, <laughs> yeah, schema. All right, keep going. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> oh, good. I didn't make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've got you, we, behind the scenes, we've got that data connected over. Uh, and then you've got to make sure that that's going to be the same as what you've got on your Google business profile. Uh, we talk about NAP a lot. You know, we use a lot of acronyms. Uh, NAP is name, address, and phone number. Uh, you've got to have that consistent all over the web. So your website and your Google My Business listing are really the start of that. Uh, and part of our services is what's called off-site optimization, making sure that your business name, phone number, address exists in relevant places all throughout the web basically creating this network of trust saying, hey, if Yelp says this, and if uh, the local chamber of commerce says this, and if this other industry documentation says this, all 
you know, spider webbing pointing back to your website, your Google My Business listing, that helps to demonstrate that you are local to that specific area. And again, that's a, that's a relevance and prominence thing there. You're talking about, in general, all of the things that a pressure washer does, for example, you talk about house washing and roof cleaning uh, and soft washing and all these different things. You're talking around the topic. You're also talking specifically about the topic uh, on your own website, but elsewhere, all, again, connecting back to your website. That's what really drives up that relevance part of, of Google My Business, Google Business Profiles. And again, that's a rising tide lifts all boats there that helps your website with local searches, helps your GPB or ranking in your area. So y'all help with all that, like making sure that offsite, everything is consistent. Yep, because I know years ago, and this is when I was, you know, really studying the citation level of stuff. And citation is basically your name, address, phone number listed somewhere on the web, mm -hmm. right? With a link to the website, AKA Yelp, Yellow Pages, uh, any directories, stuff like that. Uh, yep. Data. Directories you've never heard of sometimes that for some reason are really popular and really important for, for Google. City data I get a new email for one every week, it seems like. In this regard, the guys need to know how important, and it may still be of top level importance. I don't know if Google can figure this out now. But say my address is 1522 County Road 12. Well, are you abbreviating county and road 12, right? C-O. So if you do that one time, you need to do that every time. Is that still the same? Or if you're writing it out the first time, county road, you need to do that every time. Is that correct still? I, I'd still fall back to spoon feed that information as best <laughs> you can. So yeah, you want to, and it, it should figure it out. I mean, Google's, you know, he's got the GPS coordinates of it all figured out, right. but to be 100% safe. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you have a comma and you add the LLC to your company name for some reason, uh -huh. do it everywhere. Uh, if you have, you know, the don't, if you've got an old phone number, uh, that doesn't count. You know, Google can't figure out a forwarded phone number. Um, so oh, make sure that stuff is is correct everywhere. Uh, yeah. So as as to a T as possible. And that's a big part of citation uh, services that, that are built into the, the footbridge package is making sure that stuff is consistent. And, you know, us finding instances where it is a little bit off, where capitalization is off or where, you know, the spelling out of the street is off uh, and trying to remedy that either as best we can by ourselves or together with you if we need some access from you. Excellent. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the call today. I hope these guys got some value, maybe some stuff that they can implement, you know, on their way to getting the website through you guys. I know you guys will take care of all that and build the whole daggum thing and write all the content. And you guys really just give a turnkey website that's ready to go, ready to get aged and ready to start collecting leads. I'll give you an update. Mike Terman uh, in in uh, New Jersey, a buddy of mine's had a footbridge site for years. Mike's going to do over a million dollars this year in his business nice. uh, with a footbridge site in pressure washing. And he landed a hundred apartment complex cleaning. And he also landed, I think it was like a 15th home clean. Now this was like a $24 million mansion. So the numbers add up. You know, it's like he's just absolutely crushing it. And I appreciate you guys over there for working diligent. Your customer service is excellent. So guys, if you want to get a website, I'll put the link in the description uh, for the 199 deal only available through the Lean Mean Academy. And uh, 
go grab it. Get your website, start the journey. The best time to start your website was probably 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, second best time is today, right? And letting it start age. Don't half-ass your website. Uh, it will cost you more money in the long run than you can ever pay out for proper web services through Footbridge. So go grab it. I'll see you guys in the next video. Thanks again, Chris. Thanks.